Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to today's episode featuring my dear friend Colt Bessemer. Uh, Bessemer, I'm not sure exactly the way they prefer for it to be uh, pronounced, but nonetheless, good friend of mine going back quite a long time. He is a awesome dude. We got a couple of really good laughs out of this episode. Uh, you know, just want to break it down for you guys. My birthday's coming up on September 28th. I'm going to be doing a bunch of cool shit then. Probably releasing new music. Finally, thank you to everyone who's been in support of that. Uh, I got something crazy planned between now and uh, when I turn 30, which is a little over uh, a year away. But nonetheless, thank you guys for tuning in today. i am uh, got a lot of cool stuff happening with the podcast here coming up as well. Staying active. Don't forget, shout out to everybody on DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. Uh, we have uh, – th- this show come, airs on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. A new episode always comes out there first before it comes to the DSPs. Uh, but with that being said, if you're listening to this show on the DSPs, go click follow and like and like however it is, whatever one you listen to, follow my page on all of those things. Just do it for me, please. That would be sick. It would be gnarly. It would also be pretty cool if you guys decided to share this or one of the previous episodes that you listened to that you liked more than this episode. Or if you like this episode more than any of those, to hell with them. Share this one. That's the only way that this is going to keep growing and showing. So uh, thank you guys um, again for doing that in advance. And if you want to support this podcast financially, you can do so by Cash App. And that is going to be Organic Poison with one O in Poison. So that's P-O-I-S-N, no second O. Uh, or paypal.com slash Shane is O, that's S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O. Or the email is Shane Earl O at G. Just look in the bio. It would be nice if you guys could send some funds, but it's not mandatory. For now, this show is totally free. You guys go fuck with Colt, and I hope you guys fuck with the conversation. Thank you so much. Let's fucking go! Again, it is another week of Organic Poison Podcast, and my name is Shane Smith, a.k.a. Shane O, a.k.a. Dat Boy. I don't really go by Dat Boy, but I do a different a.k.a. every time, and I did not land the intro once again. But today's guest is an old school friend of mine, guy I've known for probably 20 years now, honestly. Uh, Colt, welcome, my brother. Thank you for having me. I've been waiting on this. <laughs> well, I haven't been waiting on this. We've been trying to do it, but it's just like, I don't know, yeah. work gets in the way. Yes, it's a bunch of other random shit that gets in the way, especially when you've got the the world falling apart in such a way that it is now. But to truth be told, it's mainly just because of the fact that I have a kid and I have to get it when I can. <laughs> and, yeah, and also truth be told, I'm lying. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a fucking, I, I like, work all the time i'm trying to catch up on like 
I don't know. I don't. I just feel like I'm a good worker at work. I like anytime somebody's like, "Hey, somebody take my shift." Fuck yeah, I'm taking a shift. Yeah, I mean, so I just I just work all the time. Yeah, it's like, well, look at it this way: if you like your job at least a little, and you know you make money, it's like, why not? You know? Yeah, like I like. So obviously, I don't know. I don't know who listens, but I work at I work at a coffee shop. I work at Black Rifle Coffee Company. Um, I, so you had to go through training and stuff and I like when it, whenever you finished your training, you had to do an assessment with our main manager and she's like, she wrote down, uh, he needs work on bar, which means making, basically making drinks on the espresso machine and stuff. Sure. And now I am one of the quickest and I'm probably one of the only people that do latte art. Like, so like I went from. Hey, this dude needs work to like, Hey, and also got, I was also a barista, like at our job, a barista is like what you start off as. Right. I'm a, I, I got promoted to a supervisor now. Oh, well shit. That's a good, I mean, that sounds like a good thing. I know most of the yeah. time supervisor is uh more important yeah, get, than a regular you got, employee. You got a little pay raise now. You got a little pay raise. You got a little bit more responsibility though. Sure. But I mean, it ain't too much responsibility. It can't be if you're trying to pick up hours. Hell no. I'm right now I'm eleven hours overtime and mm. I'm ready for that shit to hit my fucking bank account. You know what I'm saying? Man, I love it. And, it, Go ahead. and it's only the first half of my bank of my paycheck. Like the second half next week. Yeah. See, that's badass, man. And also it's one of those kind of things that once you rack up a week like that in your first week, if you decide to just not take a shift or two the next week, you know, it's like, it won't be such a big deal because you got so many hours the previous week. Oh yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. My job, the way my job works is we pretty much, we're working overtime every week, but it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of expected, <laughs> you know, like it just, we would just work a lot. It's a small business that gets, like, a, oh, that, <laughs> you thought, you thought you were leaving. Oh, you're working overtime, baby. <laughs> it's like you're dead. That happens pretty frequently, actually. But what they do is they'll wait till about 15 minutes before it's time to normally leave. And they're like, hey, you think oh, you can stay a little later? It's like, yeah, I realize that we came in two hours early as well. But, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. It's not a big deal. I, uh, I enjoy my job for the most part. Um, but that's pretty cool. I've heard so much about Black Rifle. That like before you started working there, that when you started working there, I was like, holy shit. I was like, how did he get a job there? But I guess I didn't know that they had like storefronts. Yeah. So like right now, as far as I know, there's five. So like a couple of weeks ago that I only knew about four. So there's like ours in Oklahoma. So we're the only one in Oklahoma. Yeah. And then there's one in San Antonio, Texas. There's one in Fort Worth, Texas, one in Clarksville, Tennessee. And I heard there is one in Georgia. What's up? Yeah, so like we have we have this store in Oklahoma, uh, which is this is the only one in Oklahoma. Where it's in Moore. Yeah. Uh, we have one in San Antonio, one in Fort Worth, one in Clarksville, Tennessee, and I think they just opened one in Athens, Georgia, where I also believe Three Fallen Skies recorded their CD. Uh, oh wow, the badass one because I know it was Athens, but I don't know if it was like Athens, Alabama, or Ath- Athens, Georgia. With a uh, fucking the dude from my children, my bride, Brian Hood. Yeah, Brian Hood, the drummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we're supposed to be opening one. I don't know if I just lost connection. Uh, Are I you still, still there? I still hear you. I still see you. 
still hear you? Maybe. Oh. There we go. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. Record. Record. Me. What did you say was in progress, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Recording. <laughs> Record this. <laughs> Which is also something I've been doing for, like, I've been working on one song for, like, three weeks right now, and I only have, like... Yo, what just happened? Thank you, slut. (laughs) You finger-banging whore. Okay, so in in comparison, where do you live close to – like, do you live in Oklahoma City? I actually live in Moore, Oklahoma, uh, which technically, like, the part of Moore that I live in, I'm, like, maybe a a half a mile from Oklahoma City – limits yeah but if you were talking about like the city where like the like the big buildings and stuff were yeah i'm about 15 minutes from there oh so you kind of like live in a suburb of okc yeah like so like where the thunder plays and stuff i Mm -hmm. live about 15 minutes from there it's not like a badass drive or anything yeah it's it's that's not far at all really yeah you just go straight up the interstate for a couple minutes and then take an exit and then you gotta find somewhere to park that's the only reason it takes so long is you gotta find somewhere to park yeah that's crazy. So what is, I mean, what, what is there to do there? You know, I don't ever hear, I don't have very many friends. I honestly, like you and so, when Kane can lived up there is like the only time I've known people who lived out there. So, so like, it's cool. And it's like, but it's also like whenever somebody comes up here to hang out, it, it's like, damn, what the fuck do I do to show you what's cool to do here? Because all I do is like chill at my crib or go to the bar. Right. And the right. bar and the bar that I go to is in more. Like yeah, two miles away, and I don't even go to the bar that often anymore. I don't like I don't drink like I used to. Like, sure, I don't I don't get fucked up. I'll have a few beers here here and there, but I don't yeah. like get fucked up like I used to. So, yeah, like, it's like definitely a lot more rare. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like I'm like I don't want to ever get to the point to where like a blackout or anything again. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, I have a I have a bottle of whiskey at my house or not my my apartment. But, <laughs> like, uh, but like. If you think about it, if I make like three mixed drinks, it's like me taking three shots of whiskey. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, sure. I mean, in Oklahoma, there's some, there's some pretty cool shit. Like, like, I mean, obviously we have like Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Like, that's yeah. cool. Uh, but also, like, I went to the Bricktown Comedy Club a couple of weekends ago and I met Steve O. Yeah. I saw that. That's awesome. So it, it was like 60 bucks and I, and it was me and Ben. Uh, and for anybody that doesn't know this listening, Ben, Ben is my little brother. There you um, go. Um, so we paid 60 bucks each to get VIP tickets to go see Steve-O and my foot was literally on the stage, like where we were sitting at our table. My foot was literally sitting on the stage. I was like, fuck, I'm so scared. He's going to pull me up on the stage and make me do some crazy shit. Yeah. But that, uh, that didn't happen. Luckily, I didn't want to get embarrassed or anything, but like, at the end of his show, he's like, I just want to let you know that after the show's done, I'm going to take a picture and meet each and every one of you. And so, <laughs> like, after we got done, I bought a T-shirt. I bought his book, which I haven't started reading yet. And he signed my book and everything. And he just, he wrote, like, yeah, dude, go Colt or something. <laughs> but, like, dude was fucking, like, 
it's insane. Like I'm, it's crazy how you have expectations from somebody that like that you see on TV or something. Sure. And you have these expectations of how they're going to be when you meet them in person. And they're like, not like that when you actually meet them. Right. Because like, just, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll talk, I'll, t- I'll say Steve-O was like extremely nice. Like when we took the picture, he was the one that took the picture. He grabbed, he had a camera and he like gave me a hug. He's like, he took it and he flipped it back to me. He's like, do you like that one? And I was like, yeah, I like it. I was like, he's like, do you want to take another one? I was like, nah. And then, but like, just like talking (laughs) about him and then fucking, um, which I'm not really a fan of anymore, but I used to obviously love Attila back in the day. Right. I went to Dallas and we went to a music festival and Franz, the vocalist for Attila, like he's this this fucking fuck you motherfucker. Like all this, all this type of shit. Right. When you, when you meet him, that's the nicest dude ever met, ever. Like, yeah. Even like meeting like August Burns Red, you know, like those dudes fucking ran off and jumped in their bus after they got done playing. Yeah. <laughs> Franz was like, he like, we're like, Hey dude, can we take a picture with you? He's like, he's like, hell yeah. We took a picture and was like, Hey, thank you for taking a picture with me. He like, he thanked us for taking a picture with him. It's like, it's like you have these expectations from people and it turns out completely different. And it's like, it's so cool. Like if I ever got famous, I want to be known at like, to be like that, how they yeah. are. Yeah. I mean, like <clears throat> I, 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 Franz, you know, it's funny. I, I feel like I've heard people say that about him, about him being yeah. like, like I, for me, it's like I've tried for so long to find excuses to not like the guy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like I'm just besides I'm, besides the music that they write, like the or at least the at least the lyrics, the lyrics. All right, dude, you wrote the same lyrics for the last six albums. Yeah, the music's badass though, but like, yeah, their music is gnarly as fuck. But it's like I don't know, like, but the thing is, is that there's a part of me that like wants to fight that even feeling like that in the first place because exactly. it's like I'll sit here and I'll shit on their music, but it's like. What am I like? What am I shitting on their music for? It's like all these people love their music and it is pretty cool. It's like, but some of the stuff that they've done like forever has just been tacky. You know what I'm saying? It's just <laughs> that, like it's just like how how long can you be like, yo, motherfucker, let's motherfucking party like it's yeah. over and over and over in every one of your songs with the gangster ass. Like the only reason you're keeping us hooked is because you have these gangster ass breakdowns. Like stop. Yeah, like, but they also do. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me, I know, I know we're in the middle of like a, a like a recording right now, but no, it's Attila great. came, Attila came out with this fucking song. If I can find it. And it's like, it doesn't talk about fucking partying and, or anything. And it's, it's good. Like, it's really good. Like he fucking kind of sings in it and shit. And it's, it's like <clears throat> really, I think is this, is it clarity? Is it this one? This one? He's like, I'm selling dick pics on OnlyFans. <laughs> is he? Is it? Is it him singing about selling his wiener on online? It's it's fucking like. Uh, sorry, if you if like, like it's fucking good. Like they're not fucking. T- as far as I know, I haven't looked at the lyrics or anything. Yeah. No matter how you decorate the walls, a prison is a prison, and I've watched the calendar fall. I sat back and let you burn me, let you lock me up and play judge and jury. It's like that, that, those fucking two lines right there. 
Yeah. No matter how you decorate the walls, a prison is a prison, and I've watched the calendar fall. I sat back and let you burn me, let you lock me up, play judge and jury. Enough is enough. Know what my worth is. You need to step back. I don't deserve this. You go your way and I'll go mine. Your meaningless, your meaningless war was just a waste of time. Like compared to every other fucking <laughs> song, yeah. that is like that is like Jesus wrote those fucking lyrics. <laughs> it's like he got baptized. And, and even the even the music and he, he like he kind of sing like he kind of. I mean, it's uh, I, know, I know you probably I don't know if you ever listen to Architects. Yeah, the a way bit. he the way he like he like scream sing sort of yeah. He like he kind of does that in that song, and it's fucking it's a good song, and it's not talking about fucking partying and getting drunk like every other fucking song they have. Yeah, I think part of it, the way that I feel about them is like, uh, especially for like my friends that because you're not the only person that has you share that sentiment with a handful of people. Like, yeah, I liked them a lot back, you know, ten years ago. It's like, but over time, it's like you you guys aren't growing with me. It's like you're just kind of sticking to the same crowd and trying to acquire the same fans yeah. that are into that. It's thing. like it's like five feet your death punch is like i never agree with you (laughs) (laughs) you know the thing that sucks is my fucking job sells five finger death punch coffee (laughs) and t-shirts and like one of my homies fucking told me about it and was like yep i'm quitting my job (laughs) i'm like well it doesn't bother me that much but yeah i'm pretty sure i probably said those exact words like oh it doesn't bother me that much i like my job a little bit but it's like, but that is crazy. Was, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. That's that's like going to, uh, like, man, you know, I got me a job at Hot Topic, which I mean, nobody's probably dying to have that job these days. But you know, you're like, I got me a job at Hot Topic, and then you see a fucking like Nickelback shirt in there, and you're like, what am I, what am I doing here? <laughs> it's like, is it really that important anymore? AUD dropping in in your area. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Now, speaking of that, so like you know that that's from like Modern Warfare or some shit, yeah, <laughs> dude. So that fucking stuff that's been going on in Afghanistan, yeah. So I first thing I'm gonna do is look up fucked up memes for it, obviously, of course. Of, of course. So there's a video of the airplane taking off, and this dude falls off the airplane, and it goes AUD dropping in in your area. <laughs> I was like, no, but yeah. Oh my god! And they're like, they're like, when your card declines after the plane takes off, <laughs> like, like I don't mean for it to be that dark, but like that's my shit. Whenever oh it's that god. dark, why does that feel? So, why does that feel so good? That's the thing that makes me <laughs> dropping in your head. like they're out of the gulag. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It's oh my god. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Okay. Look, when that happened, it was pretty crazy. I mean, in all seriousness and reality, yeah, that's crazy and it's sad and it's wild. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but for some reason, just like everything else, it's like it, it nothing is, nothing is free from like you, like, it's almost like how people used to say, you got to laugh just to try not, or you got to try to laugh to keep from crying. Like one of those yeah. kind of things. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> it's like, 
I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm just like wanting to, I'm holding back tears all day, every day from each little horrible thing that's happened in the world. But the shit certainly is taking a toll on me. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, I mean, it's hard not to let the things that are happening in the world that just escalate and escalate and es- escalate, not take up space in your brain. Yeah. Like I, I like, I seriously feel for the people that live down there, but like, I don't, I'm, I don't, you don't have Snapchat, but if you had Snapchat and you like zoomed in on Kabul, like there's people out there like, Hey, you think the Taliban will play me on Fortnite? Like they're fucking, like they're fucking off over there. Like they don't give a fuck. <laughs> like some of them give a fuck, but some of them don't give a fuck. Sure. They're just like, they're just like, get me the fuck out of here. And some of them are like, Hey, I'm just trying to play Fortnite. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, but it's almost like it's night and day. It's the same thing here. Like you've got people who go out and travel from city to city and get like just enough money for gas and food. And they'll travel from city to city just to go raise hell and fuck shit up in the name of like, uh, you know, anti-fascism or some shit like that. But then you've also got people who are in the same country and probably in the same states right outside the same, the city limits that are sitting there like drinking Cohen on the back of the fucking porch, man. What the hell y'all doing? You know? Yeah, man. It's like these people are like, the world is going to fucking burn. And then these other people are like, man, what the hell are they doing in the city? <laughs> Sounds like they have fireworks. See, that's where I like – that's why I like where I sit at. Like if I see some shit about like some president shit or some like, oh, Joe Biden needs to get out of here or oh, we need <laughs> Barack Obama back or oh, fuck Donald Trump or Donald Trump is God, I'm like – None of that. I don't fucking care, son. Yeah. Like, like TBH, like I literally haven't felt an effect on me yeah. ever from any of it ever. Like yeah. I get, I go to work and I, I get paid. Why the fuck am I worrying about it? Like, why the yeah. fuck am I worried about if this dude said, Oh, you can't fucking put lemonade in your water. I don't fucking drink lemonade in my water. I just drink lemonade. Yeah. Like, or, or, like I know that sounds dumb, but like, I get what so you're like saying. That, that's like, that's like just a perfect, perfect example of what could be something that people are arguing about on Facebook and shit. And like, like literally all you have to do is don't care. Like it's not affecting you, son. Yeah, so much, so much of the stuff that, and hey, this is coming from a guy who <clears throat> I play the, I play the game with all of it. Obviously, but oh, you, you'll be like, yeah, Joe Biden's God. And then you'll be like, yeah, Donald Trump is God <laughs> like, like, left and right. Well, <laughs> I'm, I think, just, I'm, just, I, I'm obviously messing with that, but no, still. No, no, for sure. I, but what's something that's funny is I think that where I uh, really piss off people who you could say are on the left. I'm just saying on the left as a very broad generalization. I don't I, obviously there's more unique people that would very much so want to argue with me, but whenever See, I want to, I want to go ahead and let you know before you finish, I am so out of politics that I don't know what the fuck on the left means. <laughs> I'm, I'm being dead ass. That's like when people come into my job and say, I want a venti. I tell them, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that means. What is venti? They're like a large. <laughs> they, they, I, all basically what I was saying is like people get mad at me and they get confused because I don't, I don't, don't only say fuck Joe Biden. I also have said historically said fuck Donald Trump too. I was like, my main observation is that all of the politicians don't give a fuck about any of us. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that in my head. And what I've gathered, like from being on Facebook, like 
just reading this crazy shit people post. Yeah, there's it's some like, crazy shit for sure. Because I don't. Because I'm just gonna let you know first off before I say any of this, I want to let anybody listening that I don't know shit about politics. I don't know yeah. nothing about it. I don't study it. But from what I've seen on Facebook, is everybody wishes Donald Trump was the president right now, and it's <laughs> and it's fucking crazy. Like people are like. Oh yeah, fuck Donald Trump's like Donald, come back, baby. <laughs> like they're, they're like, because Joe Biden's like falling asleep during his interviews and stuff. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, we're gonna, uh, uh, and then that. Yeah, so like, like, because I see these video, I see these videos, and to be honest, I don't know if they're edited or if they're real, but I've seen fucking. Uh, Joe Biden trail off in some shit that don't make no <laughs> fucking sense, son. Like he's like, yeah, first we're gonna, and then, uh, yeah, America, and it, of course, and like yeah. just fucking, just like this random, like, like it's always like this this thing on that reminds me of it's always sunny where Charlie writes this fucking note, and it's like, oh, so do vote me president yeah so do like just like like that's what i imagine joe biden be like and people that like like hated donald trump so much they're like at least donald trump would have done something right now yeah and then i've and then i've also heard that he fucking that joe biden basically put out a hit list for the dudes that died in afghanistan and shit you talking about oh are you talking about recently yeah like like there, I was like, he's like, yeah, everybody left except for John Adams, James Smith, this guy, this guy, this guy. Boom, they're all dead. Damn. And, then, and like somebody was like, somebody's like, did you just put a hit list out for these people? And then, and then, what I've heard is the the feed cut right after he said that, and then those guys died. And so, like at my job, we've been having to, we've been putting thirteen cups of coffee out bars here. I don't know about. I think Roscoe's oh, and McComb has been putting out beers. They're out. doing it all over the country. Yeah, we've been we've been doing it at my job and everything. And apparently, he fucking gave out the literal names, and then the, somebody was like, "Oh, so you put a hit list out, and then the feed cuts." That's what I've heard. I haven't seen anything. I don't do politics. Like I said, yeah, so well, I'm not going to go too far into it. Like, you know, I don't do that. There's just what I heard. There's a scenario that I've heard that there we put we gave the Taliban a list of people. Uh, this is once we like it was like code red. Hey, we, we've got like seven or eight days to get out of there. They gave yeah. they gave the Taliban a list of names of people that they wanted to get out that they needed to get out of the country or out of the city. Now I'm a, I don't I'm a, I assume that that list was a long list of both military and civilians and, and uh, probably like, more than thirteen people. Exactly in my head, that's what I'm yeah. thinking. And yeah, yeah. these people who died supposedly, in from to my understanding, were from an, an a car bomb explosion and then another person that had a bomb strapped to their shit and blew themselves up. Yeah. Now, see that's that's what I'm saying. I don't look into. I don't like. I don't look into this shit super hard because I'm yeah. not like. But like, I'm just going off of what I've heard. You know. Yeah, and to, to your point, I, I really don't know shit about shit either. The only re- I'm only listening and paying attention to all this stuff because of the fact that I don't foresee myself dying tomorrow. So I'm gonna yeah. have to live through whatever the fuck's going on. And plus, I'm. 
I have to force myself to not like pay attention to that shit sometimes because it's like, it's It's like, like, dude, you know what? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to just sit here and worry about this shit for forever until nothing happens again, you know, for 10 years. And I've just wasted all this time worrying about some bad shit happening. Yeah. Like it's insane. It's insane to me how much people like look into it because like, okay, Barack Obama became president when I was in high school. I'm alive. Donald Trump became president. He was president for four years. I am alive. Yeah. And most of the country is as well. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I was saying, um, when I was in high school, Barack Obama was, became the president. I'm alive. Nothing affected me. Donald Trump, after eight years of Barack Obama, became the president. Four years. I'm alive. Nothing personally affected me. Joe Biden, motherfucker's the president now. I don't know how long he's been president because I don't pay attention to it necessarily. I'm alive. I haven't noticed anything to affect me. Like, I don't know why people read it. Like, I know that there are like standpoints that each president has and shit, but why the fuck do you worry about it so much if it doesn't affect you? Yeah. And that's why I don't do the politics shit because like, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and and I probably should, you know, sure. I don't. Because I'm just, I'm just fucking live. Like, that's what, that's like, I'm a live anyways. What the fuck else I'm gonna do? Like, I'm gonna complain on Facebook. Right. No, I mean, you make a good point. I mean, I think that's something that has, has caused a pretty, pretty deep issue currently in in what we're living through right now is the fact that they've brought social politics into actual politics. Like, social politics has consumed so much of the conversation. It's literally like a new religion. It's like the way that it consumes people because it goes from like the way that you just said you don't care. You're like, I probably should, but I just don't if it doesn't have anything to do with me. And that yeah. ca- and then people would somebody would say to you, wow, how you know insensitive or how shitty of a person you must be because you say that. I bet you're also a white supremacist. I bet you yeah. also, you know, fucking or, you know, what insert some shit here. You know what I'm saying? You probably hate Jews. Yeah, I'm just being <laughs> I'm just being sel- I'm just being selfish. Yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. And that they also probably like it's to me, it's it's weird the way that it works, because a lot of these people that are like this. It's like they originally came from a very selfless place. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this stuff comes, I mean, obviously there's nothing there. It's probably a good thing to be selfless and less selfish as any human being would admit, should admit to that. It is a good trait, but in the same breath, how many fucks am I supposed to give? That's my thing. It's like, how, how much shit do you want me to actually, how many people do you want me to care about? Because eventually I can't care about myself. And what's the point of being alive if I can't care about myself (laughs) at all? It's like, it's like, oh dude, uh, like Donald Trump said a turtle can't cross this line. It's like, what the fuck does that matter? And then the people, I know that's a dumb, I know that's a dumb example, but like, like some Shit like that would go down. Like they'd be like, "Oh, Donald Trump said turtles can't go into Kansas," and then they'll fucking argue about it for a month. And I was like, "Why do you fucking care, son? Yeah. Why do you fuck? Why do you care? Like, what? What's it doing? To you? Like, you need? Are you going to Kansas? Or are you gonna you gonna catch a turtle in Kansas? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I don't care. It's like go one, go one state over. 
and if I and if I read into politics more, I could give you a better example, but I don't like I care about it so little that I can't even give you a good comparison to to anything like a good example of anything because I like I scroll through people's shit and I see like them arguing like Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, all this shit. And I was like, all, all three of y'all sound stupid right now because they're going to like, all they're doing is getting paid. Yeah. And all you're doing is all you're going to do is what you're doing right now. That's yeah. it. You're going to fight their battles for them. Yeah. All you're going to do is argue on Facebook and then you're going to do what you were going to do after you got done with that. That's it. Yeah. My favorite thing to see now, whenever I see people fighting in the comment section anywhere is like, because I guess I finally had the epiphany at some point, like two years ago or so that it was like, uh, literally nobody's going, who do you know that's had their mind changed from the comment section of Facebook? Nobody, no one, no one ever on the face of the world has all been just like a, look at me. Like it's I, always going to be like, oh, do your fucking research. And oh no, other person was like, oh I, no, do your fucking research. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, I do my, re- I did the research. It's like, like, oh, you fucking googled something badass, dude. Yeah, my favorite part is when you find people who have polar opposite like uh, views on like everything, but oh, they yeah. all they all say the same thing. They all say it's crazy. You can't have a subjective converse or an objective conversation with someone, and people, everyone's so close closed minded. These people are sheep. It's like it's like oh my god, like how can everyone be sheep yet nobody agrees on anything? Like yeah, my ass is over here like bang. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yes, I'll take some more Nikes and I will take some more television, please. Yeah, like, I, like I'll, I'll be seeing you on Facebook posting like some shit, like, and I feel like it, like, oh, he posted that just to get somebody going. And I, I'll fucking every time go read it. Like, yeah. I'm ready to read it. I got on, I got on a roll there for a little while when I was being a little bit more, uh, pragmatic or problematic. And, uh, like, it would be like, People would get to where they, you know how like someone will comment some somewhere, be like, "I'm commenting just to see the comments." And it's yeah, like, like put the popcorn meme, of like <laughs> Shia, Shia LaBeouf eating pop, popcorn in the movie theater. <laughs> like, oh, I'm just want to read the comments. I got off of Facebook for like a well, you know, I was off of Facebook for a long time, and then I got off for about a month. Uh, and then when I came back on, I was off for about two months, and when I came back on, it was right after the Super Bowl, and. Uh, the weekend had done his performance and everybody was all up in arms saying that it was, it's a fucking Satan communism fucking he's black and he's the devil or something. I don't know. <laughs> and I came on there and I was like, I was like, damn, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I said something it basically insulting the fact that, uh, people were saying like being so radical about his performance. And man, it got going. People were like, but you don't understand. The fucking imagery was from this, this. And I'm like, oh, man. And then my boy Drew, he commented on there and he said, welcome back, man. <laughs> Dude, I, I remember I remember that after that, like like 10 minutes after the fucking Super Bowl. I thought it was badass, to be I, honest. I thought it was I, cool, man. Like the weekend, I thought he did. I thought he did, ama- I thought he did amazing. And then 10 minutes later. These church ass people are like, uh, this, this, and this, and this, and this. And I'm, I'm like, like, let the dude play his music. And fucking, yeah. Like, like, let him swing it. If he wanted to swing his dick around, he could fucking swing his dick around or some shit. Like, I, like, what the fuck do you care? He's put on a show. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, hey, it's like, hey, I thought all you fuckers quit watching football. <laughs> yeah, didn't fucking, <laughs> didn't like this fucking coach get fired? So you're not supposed to watch it in the first place? Like, yeah. Like, weren't they kneeling for the national anthem? You're not supposed to be watching this in the first place? What are you good like, God-fearing fuck? Americans doing? <laughs> you fucks. Like, oh, they're kneeling during the Super Bowl. Well, I'm not going to watch it. But I am going to watch the Super I'm going to watch I'm going to watch the halftime show though. It's of a, course. I want to make sure it's not satanic or anything. They're like, "Oh, well, you know, we're going to watch the Super Bowl because Tom Brady is playing." So It's like, "Wait, I thought you it's like, "Wait, I thought you fuckers hated him too." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, like speaking of this shit, I'm not super sport, but is OBJ back on the Browns right now? I'm pretty sure. So what do you think about the Cleveland's going to the bowl, baby? I don't think they're going to, but I mean. I, 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 they, well, they played that first game. What was that? Do you know what the score was? I didn't, I didn't get to watch this as it worked. I missed all, I've missed every football game so far. Okay. Hear me out right now with the, they're in the middle of the, pre, are there, th- this was the last week of the preseason. Yeah. I know it's, I know. Yeah. I know. I knew it was preseason. I, what, did Baker Mayfield start or anything? Did he well, play at all? I didn't watch, but usually what they'll do is like their starting quarterback will play for like five to 10 minutes in the, or just for the entirety of the first quarter. And then they'll take them out for the rest of the game. So that's probably what they did with Baker. Like they'll put their second string in to play the majority of the game or third string, you know, whatever. However, that they, they, the preseason is solely for them to like see how their other players, their new players yeah. play under pressure and shit like that. And Baker Mayfield, I mean, we, we know he's I, I guess, but we'll, we'll just, I want to see, I want to see Baker Mayfield and OBJ because OBJ got like injured early in the season last year. Yeah. And 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 I'm also going to tell you also again I'm not super into sports so if you start bringing up more sports stuff I'm probably not going to talk, know what you're talking about. No, you're fine. I just it's like okay. I just like I just like there's stuff that I'm interested in like I don't like who the fuck like I don't know who the fucking quarterback for the Saints is right now and I love the like like I'm going for the Saints I don't hey, know who the fucking quarterback hey, is. Saints fans don't know who the quarterback for the fucking Saints are right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's a. Like, it's is it a, fucking? It, is it? Is it like not Taysom Hill or the fucking the, the I, black dude? What's his might, name? They might have fought Jameis Winston. Yeah, Jameis Winston is yeah. Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston? Uh, it's going to be one of those two. I think they're going Winston. to. I think they're going to start Taysom Hill because Taysom Hill said he didn't want to stay there if they weren't going to let him play quarterback. So. Gay. Yeah, but if he starts to suck it up, then Jameis Winston's taking his place, and I guess Taysom Hill's going to leave the it's fucking like, Saints. Oh, I'm so sorry you're making $12 million sitting on the sideline, homie. Yeah, that's so unfortunate. I hate yeah, to hear I'm, that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but, but – No, dude, I like I, I heard people talk a lot of shit about Taysom Hill. Yeah. Like, and also, I'm going to throw out the fact – I feel like I'm, I'm. I feel like Chris D'Elia right now because he does this shit. I'm also going to throw out the fact that I don't know much about sports. Uh, but every time I watch football, or every time I watch the Saints play, and Taysom Hill goes in, he does something. Does something badass. He yeah. might do something bad, but he also does something badass. Yeah. Like every time I've watched the Saints game, it's been something bad or something badass. Yeah. Which I mean, Taysom Hill is like he, everything that he does. Whenever he gets the run plays. Uh, is a highlight reel. You know, it's like it's something that's definitely going on the highlight reel for sports news throughout that night. Oh yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I can't necessarily say I've seen Jameis Winston do anything like because uh, like 
I don't know if he did anything last season, but I haven't watched any football games this season because I've been at fucking work. Yeah. Um, but I want it. I want. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see what's going to go down. Yeah. Does Does Oklahoma have a football team, or is it just the basketball team? No, they just have the Thunder and the Sooners and the fucking Cowboys. That's like the only three things that people care about here. But yeah. I'm also fucking pumped that OU is trying to get into the SEC because that means if they fucking get in the SEC, I can literally drive 10 minutes down the road and watch LSU and MSU play. Yeah, that'd be badass. Like I, I literally live 10 minutes from OU. Yeah, and you'll probably get to watch the team that you are uh you'll probably get to watch oh you beat both of them. <laughs> hey, hey, I ain't, I ain't stressing shit. As long as I get to go down there and see it like till as long as I get to see bitches and or hang on, let me start that over. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> as long as I get to see girls in purple, we're good. Because yeah. I'm already seeing girls in maroon and white because that's fucking of you and girls in maroon and white are badass because have you been to mississippi state doing an msu game gangster i know you're married don't answer that (laughs) it's okay Uh, i can can, uh understand i can pick it up what you're putting down but yeah like like going down to mississippi going up or going up when i've lived in mississippi going up to mississippi state it's like man girls really do look good in maroon and white yeah especially especially on game day Exactly, and they're fucking drunk as fuck. And then when you go down to LSU, like, hang on a second, girls are really good in yellow and purple. Yeah, I think it's or girls just look or good like on me game and Jack day. did, or like me and Jack did. We went there when we went to LSU when they were playing Mississippi State, and it's like, damn, girls look good in purple and yellow and maroon and white. <laughs> <laughs> like this is great. Like, it was just like the it was like the best of both worlds. Man, the first and only LSU game that I've ever been to. I like we got pretty sauced up before the game, and it was insane. Like walking through, like from the tailgate, like the whole half of this. It felt like a whole city, but I guess it was just a campus that was tailgating. And then you like walk into the stadium, and it's just like all these people are like, yeah! like war, like we're all going to war inside of the stadium. And then like you just go and sit down. It's like, oh well, here we are. We're in the stadium now, and oh, we're just dude. waiting. My first, like the first LSU game I went to at LSU, like, so obviously we fucking brought keystones. Yes, sir. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> oh, the not, not, If I was sponsored, I would say shameless plug. But no, we brought, we brought a 30, like a fi- maybe two 15 packs or something like that. But we had yeah. a backpack full of keystones and we walked uh, up to LSU and we we passed by like a frat house and they had a fucking, so they had a second floor with a beer funnel running all the way down to the street to the fence. Oh my God. <laughs> and so like they, we walk up to him like, Hey, we want a funnel of beer. Like throw us one up. So throw one up. It was little Caleb. Little yeah. Caleb threw the beer up. He fucking, no, he threw two, two beers up. So they poured two beers into it and boom, boom, boom. He fucking starts taking it, and then he cuts it off, and he's like, I can't do it. And then fucking Keith Rim, Jack Trim, my boy, fucking runs up there and <laughs> sucks it down, <laughs> takes it down, takes it the fuck down. I got a video of it on my phone, took it down, and, That's amazing. and I'm in the background embarrassingly, hit it, Keith, 
Hit it, Keith. Hit it, Keith. <laughs> I got this badass. Fu- got this badass video of Jack fucking slinging down some natty light or no, some Keystone lights, and I'm in the background. Hit it, Keith. Hit it, Keith. <laughs> Oh my god! I need that on a shirt. Hit it, Keith! Wait, 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 boy, drinking it down. Wait, let's turn it back over. Taking a shot from all the way up on the second floor. Dude, that's amazing. But it was fucking cool. Like, like we fucking walked around all fucking day before the football game with a backpack full of beer. We had to keep switching the backpack because it was so heavy. And then, like, before the game, like, they were like, oh, the game starts in 10 minutes. So, like, beforehand, it was, like, me, Munzee, uh, Lil' Caleb, Aaron, Jacob, and Josh. You know, you remember Josh? Their yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we all were like, all right, before we go into the game, we don't shotgun a beer. <laughs> we fucking shotgun those beers, and this old man walks by and is like, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? What does it look we're like at, we're doing? <laughs> we're at LSU, son. We're fucking shotgunning a beer before we go into the fucking game." <laughs> He's like, "Dude was fucking pissed that we were shotgunning a beer. He's like yelling at his stuff, and we had like ten beers left in the bag." And we hid it in this bush. And um, we the football, the game was over. Mississippi State beat the fuck out of LSU. <laughs> and me and Jack were sitting up there like, damn, I can't believe this happened. But Mississippi State beat the fuck out of LSU and then went to fucking Tigerland. But before we went to Tigerland, I got separated from them. So I went to go, like when the fucking game let out, I went to go grab our bag of beer. Yeah, and they fucking went and got in Aaron's truck and went to Tigerland, and I was like, "Where are y'all at?" And they're like, "Oh, dude, we're at t- we're in Tigerland." And I was like, "I'm at the fucking stadium, son. I got the beer." And I'm like, "Where the fuck are you at?" And I was like, "I was like, dude, I walked out on the field." I'm like, <laughs> "No, you." <laughs> they're like, "No, you fucking didn't." And I was like, "Yeah, I literally walked out on the field. I walked out on the field, and then I came back in. I grabbed our beer, and I sat at the exit waiting for y'all to come out." And then this random motherfucker in the parking lot, and I was like, "Hey, dude, can I use your phone charger?" He's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "And I, my phone came back on because obviously I got a communication with them." Right, They're right. Like, I was like, "They were like, yeah, we're at that moose place. I don't remember what the moose place is called in Tigerland, but like, yeah, we're here. Go over there." Uh, I was like, "Hey, dude, want to take me to Tigerland?" He's like, "Yeah, man, I'm going over there." I got <laughs> over there, son. It's gangster, like. I don't know if you ever been in Tigerland. It was G. I've never, I've never been there on a party night, but I have been they there. Give you, they giving you shots of anything, literally, literally, literally anything you want for a dollar. Oh my gosh! And when I say literally, I mean literally a dollar. You want a Jaeger bomb? Dollar. You want a shot of fucking tequila? A dollar. Like, it's like you want like you want some any, water? A dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to. You want nothing? Give me a, dollar. a fucking dollar. Give me a goddamn dollar. I give you all the nothing you want, boy. <laughs> Dude, they were fucking like shots on shots on shots, dollar on dollar on dollar. Like, but they were fucking obviously making that bank, son. Right, sure. Clearly. 
because that motherfucker was packed down. It's like it was fucking cool because girls would be walking and be like, "Oh yeah." It was when I was dating this fucking. It was when I was dating this fucking girl. We all know who we talking about, but girls would be walking up to me and be like, "Oh my god, you want to dance? You're so fucking hot." And I was like, "I am. I am. You want to dance?" And like, yeah. I was like, "I can't. My girl be mad at me." Like I went fucking bitch mode because I had a fucking girl. Like, and you know what? That's not really like the way that the the way that the shit turned out. I I should have fucking danced with every single one of them motherfuckers. I was about to say you can't really feel too bad because it's not like you did the wrong thing. But in the same breath, I guess with the way I guess the scenario worked itself out, probably should have just went ahead and did that. So me and my boy Dylan, yeah, Dylan Cooper. So he he basically facetimes me every night. Yeah, that's, that's my boy that keeps me company. Actually, he came here yesterday. Him and Bop Bop came here yesterday. Last I saw, night. I saw the post. Him and Bop Bop. Yeah, they were going to they were going to work in Kansas, and I was like, if you're going from Mississippi to Kansas, you're going to literally drive straight through Oklahoma City. And I was like, dude, my job is right next to the interstate. And he's like, no fucking way. And I was like, yeah, like I can literally see I-35 from the from my job. And so about eight o'clock last night. Dylan and Bop Bop pull up. I told him, "Hey, I, hey, I'm taking a ten, dude." I was working with, like, he, he's like, "Hey, take longer than a ten if you want to. That's your boys." Yeah, I was like, "All right." So I went out there, bullshitted with them and shit. Started shotgunning beers. Hey, I tried to. I was like, "Hey, why don't y'all just go to? Why don't y'all just finish going to Kansas in the morning? We go to the bar when I get off work." Yeah, and they're like, "Nah," but you know where they're supposed to work at after Kansas? Where? Oklahoma City. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Get the fuck up, Oklahoma City. <laughs> We're about to tear this floor a new asshole. Bob Bob was like, hey, man, if we knock out enough of these towers, we're going to have a weekend with your ass. <laughs> That's awesome. You know how much fun that would be? Like, how random. It, was, it would be so fucking cool. Like, I mean, yeah, I've, I've drank with Dylan plenty of times. Right. But, like, Bop telling me, like, yeah, we're going to have a weekend with your ass. And, like, getting drink with Bop and shit, that would be fucking gangster. That would be badass. It just and, it felt, and so random. And it felt so good when they walked in and I fucking did the handshake with them. Like, uh-huh. I, like Dylan walked up to me and he's like, and I fucking did the handshake. And he was like, you've been waiting on that, haven't you? And I was like, fuck, yeah, I have. <laughs> like, like, not to sound weird, but I think about doing the handshake with my friends a lot. Like, yeah. Me living here, I've been living here three years now. Like that, like that used to be something. Every time you walked up to somebody, it was just natural to do. Right. And now, every time I meet somebody, like see somebody or meet somebody, it's just like not that. Right. It's and then and and then afterwards, you're like, man, I I bet if it was fucking Shane or fucking Jack or Max (laughs) or Kane or something, I would have fucking done the handshake. And it it sounds weird, but. You feel like you wouldn't think of it, but you do. Well, I think I think it roots a little deeper to the like kind of missing the camaraderie of like having a bunch of friends. You know, yeah. it's like when you were younger, and this for me, I've experienced this. It was already kind of setting in before I moved because I was like, you know, I was getting married and getting serious about you know being married and all that other bullshit. And then I moved, and it's like uh, since I moved and had a kid and everything's kind of calmed down from the fact that of, of moving, being out of town and whatever. It's like, I have times all the time. Like I sit at the house on the weekends. I'm like, man, I, I wish one of my friends would just come hang out for the night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and yeah. it's like, it's one of those things, but 
there's also you said just something about like missing that camaraderie of your homies. Like it doesn't matter because at one point in time, and I've talked about this plenty of times on here, but it's like at one point in time, it was like there was not one night where you couldn't find at least two or three of your homies together doing something. Yeah, or like, like if you had if you had a, a bad like living in like living in Macomb, if you had a bad night or something like something depresses you or something that makes you sad or upset or anything, or if you just want to hang out with somebody, somebody was gonna fucking come there. Like yeah. somebody was like, I'm up, what's up? Yeah. Like shit. and like my my go to was usually Jack. Right. Obviously. Like 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 I went through some shit a few years ago and Jack was like, Hey, when I get off work, I'm gonna come pick you up or not even I don't even think he was working at the time. He's like, Hey, at this time I'm gonna come pick you up. We're gonna go get some stones and we're gonna go fucking drive around in my truck. Yeah, and we would just like get in his truck and go like that that little ass Tacoma. Get down on. <laughs> we would go on the fucking train tracks and we drove down the train tracks over there, but in Johnston. Yeah, like go drive the drive down the train tracks. Like, you know what? Maybe we'll see how far they go one day. And then like me and like it, it like that's another thing I miss. Like I know I know you moved away. Sure. From from Macomb, but like if I live there, you know. I mean, I could still live there, you know, obviously if you're like, Hey, one weekend, come up here, boom, I'll pop up there to yeah. an hour and a half drive. The thing, that's the thing that sucks about here is like, whenever I'm feeling like by myself and shit, ain't nobody going to drive 10 hours to come up here and see me. Right. It's a big, it's a big ask, you know, it's yeah, like, it, ah. it, yeah, it kind of, it kind of sucks, but like, I understand and like, cause it's hard for like, I've been down there tons of times now right. since I've moved here. I've been down there tons of times. I've spent hundreds of dollars taking flights, all kinds of shit. But like I've had very few friends come up here and see me and yeah. people that were like, like people that were begging me not to, to move away. Like the last night I was at days in, they're like, Hey man, please, please don't go. Please don't go. Please don't go. Yeah. I ain't heard from them. I ain't heard from them. <laughs> I ain't heard, ain't heard a word. I ain't heard a word. When I come to Macomb, Cole, yeah. hey, remember that time? And it, but like, I was like, man, you know, I've been living here for, for fucking three years now. I ain't heard a word from you. Yeah. And it's, you I, were one of the, you were one of the people begging me. Like, you're like, dude, don't move off to Oklahoma. Don't move off to Oklahoma. And I don't know, like ever since I moved here, I felt like I've had like a lot of, I feel like I've had really, really good luck. Sure. I mean, obviously, from what I was talking about you with, with you earlier, I've had bad luck. <laughs> but I've had like extremely like I had an eighteen thousand dollar motorcycle. Eighteen? Who would the fuck would give me eight, an eighteen thousand dollar motorcycle? I have I have my dream car. Yeah. Like I know my car ain't the nicest, but it's a car that I've always wanted. I've wanted one of one of those for so long, and I have it. Right. Uh, I, I also still have a, a different motorcycle. It's not the Harley. I have a BMW motorcycle. Right. Um, I have like my own place. I have recording equipment. I like, I can literally sit here and write music all day. Like, yeah, you, you I can have, make your own album right now. Like if I could write lyrics, but I fucking can't. <laughs> if I could write lyrics, I, I fucking would. And I would fucking put shit out. Cause I have like a thousand projects saved on my computer of shit that I've been writing and I just, I can't write lyrics. And I finally, this is an SM58 
microphone. Yeah. I finally gotten to the point where I can mix that into a mix well. And, but I can't write lyrics. I like, I fucking recorded a line of somebody else saying something like me saying somebody else's line just to practice mixing with this microphone because this isn't a vocal mic. Right. And, and I got it good, but I can't write lyrics. I have all these, I have um, a thousand, I could, I could put out like two albums right now, but I can't write lyrics. Dude. Okay. Have you ever heard of the book, the art of war? I think I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. You just need to go buy the art of war and you just need to take like the, the proverbs or whatever from that book and just write your songs with those, like make those the lyrics. I'll just do, or I'll just do like everybody else and fucking take the same fucking lyrics and do a different like key and do my God's not dead. He's surely alive. He's living on the inside. Like, what the fuck? Like you all didn't write that song at the same time. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're, uh, let's see. Are you talking about from, uh, this is fucking song. It's probably like from some church shit. We went to you. My God's not dead. He's surely alive and he's living like a lion. Like you, you, like you didn't write that song. And you didn't write that song, and you didn't fucking write that song. <laughs> but everybody's fucking jamming the shit out. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, hey, there you go. That's perfect. You talking about like like a praise and worship music? Bingo. Yeah, I got you. Like, yeah, of course. And I'm, but, I'm I mean, I, I I know I'm not religious and shit, but I ain't trying to hate on. I ain't trying to hate on that because I'm not one of them people that hate on stuff like that. You do what you want to do. Write your music. Like, I, I, you're talking strictly from the music point of view. You're not talking. You're not we're, we're talking about the context yeah, of the yeah, substance. Like, of but, but the content also sucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but also, like aside from your lyrics, the content of your music also sucks. Yeah. Uh, because you're putting the same delay and the same reverb and the same chords and your Dude, shit. Okay, learn look, how to they, play, play a riff, dog. They just go and buy, they go and they uh, get the mastered version of uh, Joshua Tree. All right, but back back to the yeah, six dollars. I'm gonna pee on you. <laughs> I'm not really gonna pee on you, but I'm gonna think about it. I'll, I will I will edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you you can definitely keep that in. <laughs> I, uh, let, let everybody know that Shred Shred Landry got pissed on. <laughs> yep, that guy, what an asshole! Hey, I like I like the Andrew WK shirt. He said he likes your Andrew. Hey, let me turn let me turn my monitors up. Show him. What is What did you say? I said I like your Andrew WK shirt. That's classic, right there. You Let's know, get actually, a party going. I've actually never heard that guy or his music. I don't know how I got the shirt. You're fucking lying. I swear to God, it looks just like me. So I'm like, hey, I've had my nose bloody before. before. You're fucking. Every way I go, everyone thinks I'm Andrew W. Co- Dude. Let's Co- get a party going. Let's get a party going. Now it's time to party. Yeah, we'll party hard. You know that, you know that shit's like 30 years old? Yes, dude. I've been listening to that since I was a little kid. Yeah, like your WK was my shit. Like my my older fucking sister got me into that shit. Yeah, man. Andrew WK. He was like a uh, an ambassador to like a different country at one point in time. He was a god. <laughs> he he might still be a god. Just he played a, he played a, he played a Rocklahoma yesterday. 
I think I think you played at Rocklahoma yesterday. Slipknot played at Rocklahoma yesterday. Yeah, it was like their first set in like over a long ass time, like over a year. Yeah, and Corey Taylor's gay ass had a new. I'm just I'm just letting you know that I fucking I don't like Corey Taylor. Okay, well, uh, give me explain to me why you don't like Corey Taylor. Because he's one of those people that's like, oh, I love music, I love music, I love music. But then he'll talk shit about other people's music, which I do the same thing. But <laughs> I was about to say, well, I'm not, we all do I'm that. Not, I'm not famous. I'm not famous. So yeah. I'm not going on fucking interviews talking about, oh, yeah, Taylor Swift fucking sucks. Because Taylor Swift doesn't fucking suck. Yeah, Taylor Swift he's just a hater. Fucking, Taylor Swift is fucking gangster. If you have a fucking open mind, Taylor Swift is fucking gangster. If yeah. you if you have an open mind, Slipknot fucking sucks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I like some. I'm just joking. I like some Slipknot songs, but I'm not a fucking hardcore Slipknot person. I just don't like Corey Taylor as a person because Dude, you know who's be, you know who's better. You know who's better than Slipknot. Are you gonna say motherfucking what's that band called? Say it. What is the name of Stone Sour? Is that what they're called? <laughs> Sour Stone? Stone Sour. It's the fucking same shit. He's just not yelling at it. Oh, my God. That band is so garbage. He's like, man, I'm not a big enough tool. I don't get to be a big enough tool in Slipknot. So I have to start another band that makes me even twice the tool that I was. All right. I wanted to discuss something with you. What's that band with the two? That, Lorna Shore. Yes. I just posted something about them today. Yeah, I saw that. I can't do it. I can't get into it. I'm, I'm, I like heavy ass shit, but I can't get into Lorna Shore. I've, I've heard two songs. Well, I've heard like three songs and I've heard like a different version of one of those songs that, that there's like a part in one of those songs that's like the heaviest shit I've ever heard in my life. But like, is it, it to the hell, is it to the hellfire? Absolutely. See, like, fuck, man. All right. So hang on a second. I need you you to listen to what's a good one i need you to listen to like animal by brand of sacrifice okay like uh, he's not doing the fucking crazy ass shit that the lead singer is fucking doing for lorna shore right but brand of sacrifice is like the people like i don't know why people think that lorna shore is killing the deathcore game right now but yeah. brand of sacrifice is motherfucking it i don't know if you have you ever heard of nick nocturnal no. So so this is YouTuber dude on, on YouTube, obviously. Yeah. YouTuber dude on YouTube. He fucking had this list that he came out with, and I was like, all right. And he's like, top deathcore bands. I'm like, cool, all right. Lorna Shore was like fourth, okay? And then Suicide Silence was like second, but fuck that, because Suicide Silence really wasn't that good. Yeah. They weren't <laughs> – like, if 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 the, if their vocalist wouldn't have died, they, they weren't that – good they TBH. they had a lot of a lot of hype have, after that first you don't even have to cut that out you don't even have to cut that out like he's like they have so much energy on stage i was like no they fucking don't they just fucking windmill the whole time <laughs> yeah, and their boy but, their boy died so we feel obligated to be like yeah these guys are the best band yeah, of all time it's like it's like the drummer it's like joey jordison dying like, oh the fucking greatest drummer in the world fucking died joey jordison was not Anywhere fucking <laughs> close to being the dr- greatest. Joey Jordison was horrible at drums, if in my opinion. If you compare, if you compare Joey Jordison to like Blake Richardson, Matt Griner, Matt Hopper, uh, Matt Gardska, 
anybody. Joey Jordison was a trash fucking drummer. They just people just made a fucking big deal about it because he played for Slipknot. Yeah, that's it. And he had just a big, he had a big Lars, kid. Just, he had a big kid. That's all it was. Yeah, the big big ass drum set, just like Lars Ulrich. Oh man, Lars Ulrich, fucking from Metallica, is the best drummer in the world. No, no, dude, Lars Ulrich just had a big drum kit and he just played along to songs and he was in Metallica. That's yeah. the reason he was famous. Joey Jordison played in in Slipknot and played Slipknot songs. Slipknot was famous. That's the only reason that people think that, that Joey Jordison was a good drummer. He right. made his drum set flip up in the air and fucking do shit spinning around and shit. But if you actually played the drums, if you actually played the drums, if you actually played the fucking drums, dude was trash. Joey Jordison was a trash drummer. Who's more, who's more overrated, him or Travis Barker? Joey Jordison 10,000 times was a fucking more overrated drummer. Travis Barker would run. I don't like Travis Barker either, but Travis Barker would run circles around Joey Jordison. It's so crazy. But, it, but he still will because Joey Jordison's dead. You're not going to show me anything that makes this going to make me think that Joey Jordison's a good drummer. I promise you. I promise you, you're not going to show me anything. I think he's better drummer than you. So go fuck yourself. He's not. I promise. Uh, are you fucking serious? You're telling me you can Dude, drum better than Joey Jordison? Because I'm 1, a fucking 000. pretty good guitar player. 1,000%. 1,000%. Play I'll play guitar and, and I'll do the fucking dope-ass BPM and see if you can find I can literally look up his video, Disaster Piece, on YouTube. I can play that entire drum solo with one hand. Joey Jordison was really not that good of a drummer. He really wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew how to play the drums, you'd understand. Okay, well, I, I promise. Don't. I, I, I grew up playing drums. Just like, just started, like, just I, like I if I, drums, just like I'm, I'm not going to compare you to a guitar player because I don't play guitar as well as you do. <laughs> well, I don't play metal as good as you do. So touche, motherfucker. I'm just letting you know. But, I'm not, I'm not going to compare you to somebody because I don't play as well as you do. But I know. The man just died, and you're going to be like, oh, he's not that good of a drummer. Come on, bro. But he really he wasn't. But people like, like, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, dude died. But like, yeah, the best drummer in the world fucking died. Hell no. The best fucking feet in the world. Hell no. The fucking cleanest hands in the world. Hell no. What about that guy from from Dream Theater? Is he any good? uh, Mike Portnoy? Mike Portnoy? Yeah. Mike Portnoy is, is, is gangster, yeah, fucking yeah, gangster. Yeah, but I'm talking. I'm talking. You pull up Matt Gartska from Animals as Leaders. Yeah. You pull up, uh, fucking uh, what's his name? Blake Richardson from Between the Buried and Me. You pull up Matt Griner from August Burns Red. You pull up Adam Gray from Texas in July. Those motherfuckers would run fucking that. Those motherfuckers would sit there and play the drums, and Joey Jordison would sit there and jerk off and come in his own face. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear, I swear to God, <laughs> they fucking have a circle jerk, but the only person jerking off is Joey Jordison's corpse. <laughs> They'd be sitting there jerking off, but the only person that would be getting cummed on was Joey Jordison's corpse. <laughs> and his mask is sitting on his skull and shit. I don't, I don't know if you should keep, <laughs> if you, you, you can. I mean, I'm already at risk of losing my job, so fuck it. 
I just want you to know that Joey Jordison is one of the reasons <laughs> that I started playing drums, yeah. but I don't think he's that great of a drummer. I just want you to know that. Uh, see, now we don't have cutting no, I just want I just want you to know that. that no, he he is one of the reasons I started playing drums, but I don't think he's that great. Of like after learning, <laughs> he's like, definitely not now. <laughs> yeah, he ain't playing shit now. <laughs> that if you ever met him in person, you would fucking lose it every five seconds. You know, I'm gonna go live with the. Uh, there's an Instagram page called the Shred Pit. I'm gonna come and call him and see if he's answering. We'll do a triple podcast here. So, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt that says Saint Laurent. I'm talking about your underwear. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm thinking right, it might so just be regular that, Gildan brand. Now that we're now that we're past Joe. Jordison. After our, our memorial we, section we, of Joey Jordison. R.I.P. baby. Okay, well, what... I'll, I'll obviously pray for him tonight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what are you? What have you been listening to lately? Like, that you are into? Oh, all right. All right, I'm going to grab my cell phone and I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Burp. All right, so... I've been listening to a lot of Spirit Box... Yeah, spirit box. I just heard of the them. Girl. I did an episode last night of podcast with James. You remember James Johnson, huh? Yeah. Okay, I did an episode of his show, and we talked about. He told me about them. I guess it's the girl from I Wrestled a Bear once. Yeah the the last vocalist that did vocals for I Wrestled a Bear once. Um, I don't know if you've heard of. I know you've heard of Thrice. Obviously, everybody's heard of Thrice. Right. They have a song out called Scavengers, and if you haven't listened to it write it on your arm or something so you can. Yeah. Because it's amazing. Um I've been listening to a lot of Beartooth. Man, people uh, really fuck taste. with them, huh? Dude, Beartooth, they have the fucking coolest choruses in the world. <laughs> but I've been I've been listening to a lot of Beartooth. I've been listening to a lot of uh Dayseeker. I don't know if you've ever heard of Dayseeker. I have. I've never listened to them, but I know who you're talking about. Even listen to them. Listen to their song. Write it down on your arm. Sleep talk. Listen to sleep talk. What's the name of that thrice um, song? Uh, the thrice song is Scavengers. Okay. But like heavy wise, I've been stuck on Brand of Sacrifice, which is what I was going to tell you earlier about that video, the Nick Nocturnal thing. Yeah. So he, it was like a ranking video, and Lorna Shore was like number four, and he put like Suicide Sounds, like I said, at number two. But number one is Brand of Sacrifice. And before I saw that video, I've been listening to Brand of Sacrifice. Like when I go to sleep at night, I'll either put on a Chris <laughs> podcast yeah. or the entire Brand of Sacrifice, any of their albums. Yeah. That shit's fucking gangster. Dude, so you go to like sleep you go to sleep listening to death metal. Yeah. That's I have a, actually have a playlist that I go to sleep like the playlist that I usually go to sleep to, right here, boom. It's Catacombs after the burial, by after the burial, Animal by Brand of Sacrifice, Hostage by Chelsea Grin, Valleys by Close Your Eyes. You know, Close Your Eyes. Oh man, are they still a band? No, hell no. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying, Jesus Christ. 
Sleep Talk by Dayseeker, Untitled and Vengeance by the Divorce Prada, uh, Snowblood by Era, um, and then I Suck Blood, Decaying with the Boys, and the Coin Has a Say by Every Time I Die, Pressure the Hinges and Stitches by Haste Today, the primary blue, the primarily blues and white bat by He Is Legend, the victim and the abandoned by Memphis Mayfire, one million watts by Norma Jean, the one you love by the plot in you, Lucid by Polaris, it's so simple by Sayosin, Ghost by Silverstein, uh, the Wolf and Through the Looking Glass by Sleepwave, which that's uh you know Josh Macklin, yeah. Josh Macklin played bass in that band. Wasn't um, that wasn't Spencer Chamberlain in that band? Yes, Spencer was a vocalist for them. Yeah. Um, Holy Roller and Circle with Me by Spirit Box. Uh, Broken Soul by Texas in July. Actually, a new band that I found. I don't know if you ever heard of Kane Hill. Yeah, Brittany that's used to an, book them. That's an that's an that's like a new one for me. I just yeah. their new single Blood and Honey is fucking beautiful. Yeah, uh, I, I never really listened to them, but apparently when they were a smaller band, Britney used to book them in Hattiesburg. Yeah, they're they're new shit. Oh, I haven't listened. Actually, that's probably the only song I've listened to by them. But they're it's fucking gangster, blood and honey. But no, lately, if I had to pick one thing that I've been listening to is Brand of Sacrifice. Yeah, it's it's like deathcore, black dude doing fucking heavy ass vocals. It's gangster. Yeah, and it's fucking it has like choir symphony shit in it it's oh man the breakdowns that seems to be the thing now a common denominator yeah that's like coming up a lot lately it's fucking lorna shore fucking i'm seeing lorna shore all over the place i don't i'm not into the lorna shore shit i'm not into it yeah i can't i i've tried to listen to it i can't get into it but brand of sacrifice is gangster yeah, I'll definitely check them out. I got them on. I got them on my little notes that I wrote down or typed down. Uh, I guess if I'll you I, listen. If you listen to Animal, or Animal, or um, I haven't been listening to Attack of Titans. <laughs> Demon King, Demon King, and Animal. If you start out with those twos. That shit, like, Brand of Sacrifice is fucking gangster as fuck. And, but he, he doesn't do all that weird ass shit that Lorna Shore does. Like, yeah, the dude's badass at vocals, like the Lorna Shore dude, but like, sure. when, when are you going too far? Yeah. When are you going to throw up? When are yeah. you going to puke? <laughs> all right. My question is always like, what, does this shit slap live the way that it slaps in the studio? Cause I know you're not just doing this with one vocal track. So what does this that's, sound that's like? How, that's how I feel. You know, have you heard Demolisher about Slaughter to Prevail? I, I don't think so. Son. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm slacking here. All right. So All right. That's I'm going I'm to type, I'm gonna type it down on my notes as well. So Demolisher by Slaughter to Prevail. I, there's no way that this motherfucker does this shit live, but apparently he does because they have apparently played numerous shows with him doing this shit. But I didn't want to like Slaughter to Prevail when I first heard of him. Yeah, well, because, because that name is that, I Prevail. That name it makes is me think of I Prevail. <laughs> it makes me think of I Prevail, which I fucking hate I Prevail. 
but Slaughter to Prevail, I didn't want to like him at first, but that shit's fucking, it's gangster. It's fucking heavy. It's, it's heavy as fuck. I'm not yeah. going to lie. It's heavy as fuck. And he doesn't do, he like he has gangster ass vocals and he does his weird noises and shit. Yeah. But it's not like that weird shit that Lorna Shore does. Like, cause Lorna Shore, I don't want to like, yeah, you might be doing something badass, but you sound like you're going to puke and like, but also to be honest, I haven't listened to that Lorna Shore song in my car yet or anything. Cause I have like a sub in my car. Yeah. And I haven't, I haven't listened to the Lorna Shore song, but his vocals, they're just not, they're just not jerking me off. They're not. Right. And they do this thing where, I don't know, I kind of like that little, the idea of how, like, it sounds like there's, like, a war going on, like, in between, like, the crazy shit. And it's, yeah. like, their guitarist, when you watch the music video, he's just, his fingers are just, like, constantly just, and it's, like, that shit is entertaining to me. But I also think, I think in the sense of, like, well, I sure as hell wouldn't want to hear an, an entire album of this. Like, there's nothing that inspires me enough to want to listen to an entire album of these songs, you know, yeah. like, but that's, that's also, that's also reason, me, you know, I, I don't know. That's another reason I want to bring up Brand of Sacrifice because like, I will literally, when I go to sleep, listen to the entire Brand of Sacrifice record. Yeah. Lifeblood, the, like the latest one they put out. Yeah. It's fucking heavy. They put these weird ass guitar sounds in there and shit and it's fucking, the breakdowns are fucking gangster. Like, I can't, dude, you have got to listen to Brand of Sacrifice. It's fucking gangster. I'll listen to it's him tonight. Fucking gangster. Have you ever heard of the After Image? No. Uh, well, the vocalist for the After Image is the vocalist for Brand of Sacrifice. Okay. It's, black, it's a black dude. Yeah. Long dreads like Bop. Hell but yeah. They're fucking gangsters, son. <laughs> That's what I'm like. It's either them or Chris D'Elia when I go to sleep. Yeah, which is and probably and polar like, opposites. Yeah, I'm like I'm like sixty episodes into Chris D'Elia right now. Yeah, does he do he does he do his show by himself? Um, he has guests on there sometimes, but I usually skip the ones with the guests because I don't think they're as funny. Yeah, but but like he's not like a person that like goes on there and talks about. He talks about serious shit, but he doesn't make it serious, you know? Right. Like he's fucking joking around. And he's like, he'll see a bug on the wall and be like, "There's a bug on my wall." fucking bug on my wall like like it's fucking like this random ass shit but like crystalia like whenever i'm feeling kind of down you know yeah i don't know that shit kind of picks me up and i I get a lot of hate from this at work but i also watch david dobrik vlogs a lot yeah i've heard about him. i don't know if you know who that is i've heard i've heard but i watch doesn't he give out a bunch of free shit yeah, he he he's giving people cars, he's giving people money, all kinds of shit. Yeah, but his fucking vlogs are fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, it's not it's not even just him. It's not even just him. It's he's the one holding the camera. Like, so people can hate on David Dobrik all he wants to, all they want to, but all he's doing is holding the camera. The people in his vlogs are fucking tremendously hilarious. Like, I'll sit there and watch a twenty minute compilation of the vlog squad that's what they call themselves the vlog squad right and it's it's fucking i'll i'll sit up till three in the morning watching that shit i ain't even gonna lie i'll go to work and be like yeah i was watching david dobrik last night and they're like oh he's canceled and i'm like why i was like oh because he had allegations against him and i was like oh well they weren't they were found to be untrue and he took the video down <laughs> and, and but like 
still like even even my girl my girl my girl when she's over here I'll pull up a fucking video and she'll be like Colt turn it off David Dobrik is canceled and it's like no you can watch something else <laughs> that's amazing uh look I, I want to ask you something before we end up uh, getting out of here you have been a fan of Under Oath right yeah. Okay, what do you think about their, like, their, you know, they put out that album, I guess, last year, or the year before, whenever that was, and then they put out this new single, or maybe two new singles. What do you think about their whole body of work as a resurgence? So, in the form of, so, Under Earth's not the first people to do what they're doing. Absolutely. Well, uh, Gideon did it. Throw that out there. Gideon did it. They definitely so, changed their style. Um, that first record they put out when they fucking started swearing and stuff. Yeah, I don't think it. And I don't know. I don't know if I feel bad because I don't think Under It's going to get as big as they were. Like to certain people as as they like. You know what I'm saying? Like right back when I was probably in seventh grade or something when Under Oath was fucking. We wear flared pants and really tight T-shirts. Right. Like when Under Oath was like Under Oath. Like, yeah, in their prom, as we would say. We, why don't we? But like, it sucks though, because right now what they're doing is what they should be getting fucking blown up for because they fucking, they went, they fucking, they basically broke the rules, you know? Like they, they switched up. Like Gideon, I don't know if you never heard of the band I the Breather. I the Breather, they were a Christian band. Yeah. Fucking putting the F word in their songs now. Yeah. Their fucking vocalist is like, fuck this and fuck that. They're, they're fucking, they should be getting praised more from what they're doing. And also, I listened to Sleepwave. Like, I loved Sleepwave. Yeah. And me listening to Sleepwave made me appreciate the later under songs like pre-breakup whenever Spencer did most of the singing. Right. And so like now that it's like under oath, under oath doing music and they're not, they don't have any boundaries on what they're doing. Right. I kind of feel like they should be blown up. Like, I feel like they should be bigger than, than what they are right now. You know, I mean, I don't to, know how to describe what I'm saying. Yeah. To be fair, I think that they're they're They are getting bigger. Just because yeah. of the fact their sound is far more marketable, you know, especially yeah. compared to what it used to be. Like you, and, they can, and and they're not they're not like going over what they're saying. Like they're like fuck this, fuck that. Like God, like like basically they're not a Christian band anymore. They are like whatever the fuck they want to be. Right, exactly. And, and like the first when they put that first single out when they came back and I heard him say fuck in a song. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Under Oath is here. And they're fucking, they're fucking doing it. Yeah. And like, I've been listening to the shit that they put out because I think it's badass that they fucking grew balls. Yeah. I mean, not saying that they didn't have balls, but they fucking, now they got fucking balls, son. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I mean, their music is incredibly driving, which it's always been, but the way that they do it now, like a little bit more structured and, you know, it's more like uh kind of like the song structure, the format is a little bit more predictable, but still like the music is amazing. Like it's great. Like, 
something to me that was pretty, which mind you, I'm not like super into, I'm not into it the same way that I was into the other stuff. And that's not to say yeah, that you, you, you can't necessarily, you can't be in, you can't compare it to define the great line or they only chase the safety. Right. Exactly. Way. Exactly. It's like, it's a different band. It's like we used to always say when shaken changes their style, it's like they should have changed their name. It's like, because like we, some of us actually really liked that old stuff before you guys completely changed your sound, which happened to ironically be right when I joined the band. But I just use them as a reference because it's like the music was completely different after I joined the band. And it was like, whenever we play songs like from the old stuff, that's when you got the best crowd reaction. It was always like, oh, my fucking God. Like, it's yeah, changeable. Like, <laughs> like, I literally have a video on my Facebook, like, when they played a motivate When y'all played, you were playing bass. Yeah. A motivational speech. Yeah. we That was that night we shot that, we shot that music video that night. Yeah. Off a killer's acquittal. And everybody's fucking shitting themselves because y'all played that fucking song. Because it was this fucking southern ass fucking heavy song. And then every other fucking song that Shaken did after that was like this generic ass Chevelle ass song. <laughs> Some tooth and nail ass shit. <laughs> yeah, like fucking uh damn, I can't even think of a funny record label right now. <laughs> you <laughs> said mean, tooth and nail, I can't even think of one right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it it, it was it, one of those things. I mean for sure. And it to me it was like uh it was bittersweet because I was like all like for the longest time I was like a closet shaking fan. Like it was a cool thing to do if you were an underling band the and being like, fuck them just because they were the guys that were bigger. And it's like, we're going to be better than them one day. And then like no. the, the day they called and said they needed somebody to join. I was like, Oh, absolutely, sir. <laughs> I was definitely a closet shaking fan growing up because I hung out with Drew Smith. God rest his soul. Yeah. I hung out with him. I like, we were going to, we were going to start a punk band. And we, it was a sick Vix and I went and had practice with them and it was like, I'm not going to say their names cause I don't know if I shit on here, but it was this, this dude and this dude. And we, and the, this one dude was fucking gangster at guitar, like played this cool ass guitar solo when we were practicing. But like all they did afterwards was talk shit about shaking. Yeah. And so it got put into my head. It's like, Oh, I'm supposed to talk shit about shaking, but hang on a second. Shaking fucking plays the kind of cool shit that I like. Yeah. But I was hating on him at the same time. And like, I don't know. Uh, but that was, that was when, and I know I can say this. That was back when Jake was still in the band, Jake Duncan. Oh yeah, absolutely. And Jonathan and Jonathan May, they were still in the band. And like Jonathan May was playing keys and Jake was playing guitar. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking, that, that was actually my very, my very first concert. Like if you're not counting, it, like, my very first concert was Azalea Dine, February 6, 2009. I, I was uh, there. I think I was there. But if you're not counting that, Shaken was my first concert at New Heights. Yeah. And Jonathan May was playing keys and Jake was playing guitar and it was fucking badass. And they were playing that fucking Southern ass shit. And then they came, they did, uh, what it was called, that fucking next thing they did. It was Southern. It was still fucking Southern because Jake was still in the band, but it was, seemed like. After Jake joined a Southern band, <laughs> they stopped doing Southern music. <laughs> it's weird. You know, boundary values. That was what it was called. Boundary values. Yeah. Boundary values. It was like, it was kind of like after Jake joined a Southern band, Shaken stopped doing Southern shit. Yeah. And they started doing Chevelle shit. Started playing hard rock and stopped playing metal. 
And then Chevelle shit turned into that band breaking up and Tommy doing actual Chevelle shit. Like with uh-huh. Chevelle cars. <laughs> like it comes around full circle. It's funny. I tell myself now it's like and you know, I I, I historically have uh, you know, you know, gone on record. I have no problem with any of them or anything like that. But I I mean, I'm to- I'm cool with them. Not just I don't have a problem with them. But I'm Oh yeah, saying- I like I've had I've had disagreements with them all, like probably most of them before. But I think I think now today, like we're all cool, like we're all homies now. Yeah, like, sure. I love absolutely. all of the dudes in that band. Yeah, and I, I. But one thing that's funny to me is like what Tommy's doing now is to me like leaps and bounds cooler than like what was what he was doing in the band. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like some oh, of the absolutely, stuff that they- absolutely. That shit's that's fucking. Gang, like the, that's gangster. Like he's like he's been on TV. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen. His, I'm pretty sure I've seen his car on TV. Yeah, and it's like he's like doing like stuff like with content making with the cars and stuff like that. Like, so it's it's kind of neat how things play out. Which you know, whatever. Obviously, I've been doing all kinds of other stuff since then. Shit, I I thought I've been I've been doing all kinds of other shit since then. Which that was like ten years ago. But for them, their breakup was probably a little bit more recent than that. So yeah, it's kind of cool to get to see Tommy doing something else because the entire time I've known Tommy, and obviously we were really close there for a while. Like he been playing guitar, so it's like seeing him like thrive in something else is pretty badass. Because Tommy is like it's the coolest an, dude ins- on the planet. It's insane. Like to me, it's insane. It's like, man, I remember you fucking slinging a fucking guitar around now you're just working on a car and it's like but it's like a badass car and like i'll like every time it pops up i want to watch it it's like this is fucking gangster like that yeah. fucking car is badass yeah like any car that he has on there is usually pretty badass like they're they like they're really fucking working on that motherfucker and it's badass yeah absolutely yeah uh what what's a, a good memory i'm gonna get this from you before uh I'm gonna get this. Oh. <clears throat> I'm gonna get one one more thing from you before we get out of here. Uh, what's a what's a good memory? You don't have to just specific. Pick, this doesn't have to be your favorite one, but like, what would, what's a good memory of going to a show that you have? Like, whether it be a show you played or just a show you happen to be at. Well, you probably obviously gonna answer that. One of the coolest. So, like, there was this one time. <laughs> at bank and I'm, it's funny because i'm wearing a uh a collab august burns red fit for a king shirt right now um so like and it sucks because i was with you also <laughs> <laughs> how ironic uh, i didn't even think yeah, about that it fucking sucks like i was with fucking shane the whole time no dude no it's fucking cool like we went to like a, a, okay so obviously Back in the day, Fit for a King was my favorite band, like, ever. Yeah. And I found out, like, I could go to this concert in Atlanta with you guys. Uh, like, you and Steven and shit hooked that shit up. And Oh, so, yeah, and Taylor White. And Taylor White. And we fucking got up one morning. We went to fucking, we, we drove down to Atlanta. As soon as we pulled up, get out of the car. These motherfuckers in my favorite band are running up to our car. Steven, Steven. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, these dudes know who my, my friend is. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and then Jared, the drummer, which you had, you had done a video with him before. 
like yes. when you went to Texas, he walks up to me. He's like, Oh, you must be Colt. And I was like, fuck. So <laughs> they're like, y'all want to play kickball? And I'm like, hell yeah. So like we're out there playing kickball with Kublai Khan and fit for King. <laughs> and then we go in like, and then the fucking bass player for fit for King, Ryan, uh, Tuck or whatever you want to call him. Tuck yeah. comes out there and starts playing with us. That's an and intimidating then, looking guy. Yeah, this is a little fucking short buff dude. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we go in there and then they fucking play their they play their set and then afterwards, like I'm walking around, I'm sitting there, we're drinking fosters the whole time. I remember yes, that. We were drinking fosters the whole time. It was the biggest Tuck, thing we could get for the least amount of money. <laughs> nope, bingo. Quantity over quality, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. Tuck walks up to me and grabs me and gives me a hug. He's like, I'm so glad you came. And Frankie Palmieri from Emir followed me on Instagram. Oh my and, God. And like, and then not even, not even just that, like that was already cool, but like seeing like Siler. Yeah. Seeing Siler was gangster. Seeing the Acacia strain gangster. Seeing we, Amir, we saw, we saw Emir and the Acacia strain in the same night. It, <laughs> boy, people were getting carried out. People were getting carried out. Like uh, literally. It, like seeing the Acacia Strain in the and the Acacia Strain had bubbles blowing the whole time. Yeah, like the, this dark ass like devil music, and it was yeah, just like they, bubbles. They, they like the first thing is the first thing they played was Beast. And if any of y'all never heard of Beast, look up Beast and imagine bubbles blowing the whole time. <laughs> bubbles blowing the whole time while they're playing fucking Beast. And you know is what's crazy? Shit? Apparently, their vocalist is like straight edge. Like he doesn't do drugs or anything. I mean, I could see that. I mean, I could see a lot of that shit because, like, I'm basically straight edge. I just smoke weed, do crack, and drink beer. Yeah, heroin on occasion. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's just crazy to me because, like, their music just sounds so trippy and heavy. Like, it sounds yeah. like some shit you would be on drugs when you made. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but I've seen, I've gone to see the Acacia Stream before. Yeah, and when they walked on stage, I left. I went outside. It was with them. I went and. Yeah, I was, I was at that show. That was at the it was Pending, a, it was Pending Doom show. Impending Doom, yeah. Uh, me and Dakota, uh, was you there? Brooke from Impending Doom took us behind the bus and talked to us for a minute. Oh, that's sick. But like when I walked, whenever they walked out, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking like this. So I just walked outside. And then like, because I didn't know anything about the Acacia Strain at that time. Dude, I remember we felt uncomfortable. Me and me and Lou had gotten, we were kind of like on the other side of the crowd, just me and him standing over there. And like this dude was like, he's like, everybody put your middle fingers in the air. And then he was like, fuck your God or something like that. Like, we don't give, we're not here to tell you about God. And it was, it was kind of awesome. It was just awkward because it was like, it, we were young and it was not that often we were in situations where people were so adamantly against Jesus. You know what I'm saying? At first, like at first, I was like, "Fuck that!" Like uh, I fucking walked out, and then like Brooke, Brooke from Impending Doom, like literally randomly walked up to me in Dakota and was like, "Hey, y'all come around here real quick." And so we went around the fucking bus, like not bus van, and like just sat there and talked to us for a minute, like hung out with us for a minute, and fucking it was cool, I guess. He didn't sign any. Anything or anything, you can just talk to us. Yeah. But the Acacia Strain was playing the whole time. I can't remember who. I think I want to. Oh, who the fuck headlined that? August Burns Red, man. Because August Burns Red came out there and said, "We're we're out here to tell you about our God." I thought I thought August Burns Red was b- right before the Acacia Strain. It was somebody else after, like Whitechapel. 
Oh, because I don't think. No, 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 no. Wasn't no, wasn't no, wasn't. The only time I've seen August Burns Red with Whitechapel was it was it was for today. Inner Shikari, August Burns Red, Whitechapel. Damn. And House of Blues in New Orleans. That's a crazy concert. Yeah, because I. I remember we were, we pulled up the fucking uh, we were like looking at the flyer. We we're like, no, it wasn't that order. It was it was like because we were like satanic, not satanic, satanic, satanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but I remember Whitechapel definitely headlined that show because they played Vicer Sizer, and I was there with JT. And JT fucking got their guitar. He kept flipping off their guitar player. He's like, he's like, hey, take a picture with me. And the guitar player finally fucking flipped him off, and he took a picture with him. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I got a picture with I got a picture with Frankie, your boy, that followed you, uh, the vocalist of your mirror. And uh, we saw them at the high ground or whatever it was called, the Cypress, whatever it was called before it closed. And uh, it was Emir, uh, Thy Art is Murder. Uh, sworn in and Gideon and maybe somebody else. But, uh, and at the, after the show was over, uh, we were hanging out in there, of course, you know, the Steven access pass. And, uh, and cause I saw, I saw Kerry Duncan down there cause he went, but he was in <laughs> line and I was on the other side of the fence and I popped my head up. I was creepishly looking through the fence at the people in the, in line because we had gotten there like two hours before the show started. And, I saw Carrie and I saw Caitlin uh, Hagelberger. <laughs> I popped my head up over the fence and I was like, yo, what's up, guys? And Carrie was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing over there? Open that gate. Let us in here. <laughs> and I was like, I can't, dude. I was like, it's locked, my man. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. It was pretty funny just randomly seeing them, which it's not far fetched that they lived there. So they were, of course, going to a show. But uh, I gotta whiz. I'm going to whiz real quick. I got you, man. What do you do now? Me? I've been wondering that. What do you do now? I print t-shirts. I still print t-shirts. Oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going on eight years. Damn, eight. it's been eight years? Yes. I mean, obviously not for the same company, but I have the well, company. I knew that, but, like 18, but did like 18, 17 start eight years ago? Yeah. It will be eight years on January 1st coming up 2022. So. That's insane. Yeah, and now Dakota owns that business. Yeah, I've seen that. Like, uh, his cousin Kaylee has a shirt for me, and I haven't picked it up yet. And she, because she lives in Chickasha, which is like twenty minutes south of me. Yeah, uh, I think it's actually his niece. Or, yeah, that's why I said niece. <laughs> you said, <laughs> I said, that. I said that. you said cousin, but I think I think it actually the Zoom just kind of messed it up. And you did say, uh, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course. Uh, well, before we get out of here, man, uh, w- you know, you obviously you put out videos and, you know, you're writing your own shit and you, you know, put out, uh, some cover stuff or whatever. Where can people listen to or find your shit? Obviously, I'm going to be tagging you in everything that I post for the episode, but, you know, after that and the next guest comes on and I start tagging them, where can people find you if they come back and listen to this episode? So, like, all right, so like I like to post most of my stuff on Instagram uh, right. because it doesn't fuck up my audio sync. So L underscore Colto is my Instagram. E L underscore C O L T O is probably where I'll probably put most of my like clips at least. But my Facebook obviously is just my name, Colt Bassemeyer. 
uh, I put some stuff on there, but Facebook likes to fuck up the audio sync. And, um, but I don't know. I also have a SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash Colt dash Bassemeyer. That's not necessarily as important as anything. It's just like me experimenting with songs, see how much they get heard. Uh, There's some cool shit on there, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't really, I don't post as much as I should if I wanted a following. But if you wanted to see anything cool, like I do drum videos and stuff on my Instagram. uh, And if I post them on my Instagram, 90% of the time I post it on my Facebook. But Instagram is probably the better place to watch it because the audio doesn't get unsynced from Instagram. Right, right. Instagram is definitely the move in most cases. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll post a video on Instagram and then I'll post it on Snap on uh, Facebook. And like I just did a drum cover the other day of Condemned by With Blood Comes Cleansing. And on on Instagram, it matches up. Even though I fucked up the intro, I know that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> I fucked up the intro. Uh, I hadn't played drums in a long time, and it was hard, kind of. The intros that that's a pretty difficult song to play at the beginning of. Yeah. And but but on my Instagram, the audio matches up basically perfectly with with a, with a, what I recorded because I I did record that with a microphone and shit with on the drums. Right, and, but on Facebook, it fucking is like a half a second off, and it fucking pisses me off because Facebook fucks my shit up. Yeah, I can see where that would be pretty annoying, and it, it makes you wonder why. Like, why is it that this other program works perfectly fine, but you guys suck? Yeah, like, hey, call me, like, give me some shit. Yeah, it's like, aren't y'all like one of the richest I richest companies this, in the world? I pay all this money for my internet at my apartment. Actually, I can't even upload videos in my apartment. I have to go to my friend's house to upload videos. After after I moved out of the house that I was living in, my shit ain't G anymore. My, my internet's fast, but it doesn't upload videos. Yeah, well, what you have to do is you have to get the Neuralink, the Elon Musk Neuralink, where they'll put that mesh on your brain. So you're just hey, constantly... Put that shit in me. <laughs> That's what she said. But it was more specific. Well, it was like it was it was more like in my ass, daddy. I think that was what it was. <laughs> well, hey man, I appreciate I appreciate you coming on, and this was uh this was great, dude. So uh, I hope it wasn't too boring. Like I tried to talk as much as I could. No, dude, you, you actually had you actually had me laughing. Uh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>